What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Second Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Aris. I'm your other host, Elijah Venencia. Welcome back, everybody. Crazy morning for us. Not crazy. Pretty disappointing. Um, pretty pretty disappointing last two Sundays, honestly. We were uh, we recorded before our game last week, and then we're doing it after our game this week. So uh, we lost both games. So I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. I don't think much else needs to be said. No, it was disgusting last week. You know, we sounded very optimistic going into the game. I thought we were going to come out with a win. Um, unfortunately, it did not go that way. And it went equally as bad this week. Not looking great for the last game of the regular season and then the playoffs. I mean, hey, you never know. It is March, but things aren't going our way this year. You know, we got a couple of people that aren't going to be able to continue the season, doesn't look like. So we'll see what we do, but we're down pretty bad. Yeah, um, I'd say so. We'll see what happens, though. You know, I'm I'm optimistic. We We, we are missing some key pieces, but. Um, we'll keep you guys updated. We got a couple more weeks left at least. So, yeah, well, before we get into everything, let's do our songs of the week. You know, last week we forgot to do our songs of the week. That's on us. Hand up. Uh, we really dropped the ball on that, but we can't let you guys go without songs of the week two weeks in a row. So let's talk about our three songs of the week each. I'll let you kick it off with your first selection. Uh, for my first one year, I have, um, uh, <clears throat> now or never by Kendrick Lamar. Um, it's Mary J. Blige on there as well, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this this really like just came on randomly. I, it's been in my rotation, of course, or in my so, like songs or whatever. Uh, and this came on, and this just took me back to back in the day, two K fourteen. Oh yeah, this is on the the soundtrack that LeBron picked. This is kind of like one of the first few songs I'd heard by Kendrick Lamar. Obviously, Swimming Pools, songs like that, but. I mean, just a great track. And I feel like it's really like a deep cut for Kendrick, especially. Yeah, I feel like it's not talked about too much like within his discography, but it's one that like everybody knows at the same time, obviously being on 2K, so many people know it and so many people that aren't even like fans of Kendrick know it. So it's a good song. I don't go out of my way to listen to it too much, but when it comes on, it is always a pleasant surprise. So mm-hmm. great track right there. Uh, my first one is The Fall by The Weeknd you know cut from echoes of silence really a song that i slept on i'm if you know me you know i'm a ride or die for the weekend Uh but it's a track that i never found myself going to seeking out but then i heard it one day i listened to echoes of silence in full and i was like what have i been missing like but everything just clicked and i've been listening to it so much recently so had to show it some love because i feel like it's one that people might not go check out but they should be Definitely. Um, I love those, you know, the ones that you kind of skip over consistently, but then like you give it that listen, like just the one time randomly and you're like, okay, like I I haven't heard this in a minute. Like this sounds a lot better than it did, you know, a year ago. So um, with my second track here, I have the beach by Vince Staples off from motor park broke my heart. You know, that that's um, gets brought up a lot by us or has been in the past. And it just, I, we haven't talked about it, I guess in a minute or Vince Staples for that matter, but uh, just a great track. The beach, it wasn't, you know, it's not one that I go to that often, but it came on and just a fire song. It's, I think it's the intro track and it's a really good intro. It is. It's really sets the vibe for what we're going to hear. You got that beach type sound, obviously the name, you know, it's going to have some sort of, you know, vibe of the beach, but it does. It's great. Uh, really sets the vibe for the project and 
one of our favorite projects from last year, both of us. So glad to see that deeper cut get some love here. My next track is Goodfellas by Lucky off his album Flawless Like Me from last year. One of my favorites recently. It's been bumping it like crazy. I don't know why, but the line where he says, Alexis must know voodoo because she's still all on my mental. I've been just in my head for so long. So maybe Alexis in my head too, but yeah. yeah shout to Lucky. It's a great track. <laughs> Definitely. Um, have you ever seen the movie Goodfellas? I have not. I have not I mean, either. It, you know. My reputation, you know, I'm bad with the movies, but yeah, Goodfellas definitely one that's on the list. But I'll get to it one of these days, uh, I'm sure. Yeah, it's it's like The Godfather, you know. I feel like that those kind of go together. So I also haven't watched mm-hmm. Goodfellas, so maybe this is our uh, our cue to watch it at some point this week. Do you want to commit to that? On air, I'm down. I am down. Okay. Let's do it, and we'll come back. And you know, I'm sure there's a lot of like rap songs that have goodfellas references that have just gone off my head but i'm yeah, gonna start kinda, hearing them now that's kind of why i watched the godfather when um what was what song is it off uh it's almost dry uh uh-huh. michael kiss fredo and godfather fredo, godfather too um yeah that's just so kind of remember was, i think yeah that kind of sparked my interest in watching it so just uh-huh. so i could be like king push so uh with my last track Fair though enough. This is a classic. This, is, uh, this album is classic. Oxymoron by Schoolboy Q. We have Hell of a Night, which uh, this just brings back so many memories. This is like, what, 2014 when this came out? I think so. I was in seventh grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, just bumping, bumping this studio. Um, I know we talked about studio on, on the podcast before, but I don't think Hell of a Night's ever gotten a mention. So I just had to give it the shine. Yeah, that's a yeah, it's a great track. Uh, that's a good call out there. Uh, we don't talk about Schoolbook Q too much, Oxymoron either, but it might have even dropped before then because I think it dropped when I was like early high school. No, it is 2014. I just looked it up, but I thought it could have been even earlier. I don't know why it felt mm-hmm. earlier. Um, but yes, shout out to Schoolboy Q. Obviously, he's killing it and everything he's doing besides rap with golf and you know all that. But yeah, I need some music from Q sometime soon. If he dropped this year, I'd be pretty happy. Obviously, dropped Soccer Dad last year, so that was cool, but. I need he's, a full body from Q. He's almost like Vince Staples esque with like just how good of a personality he is, or like how much he has going on outside of rap. So, mm-hmm. and obviously he is a dad and stuff. So I'm sure he's yeah. getting you know a little bit older. So who knows? But definitely want some music from him if that's something he's interested in doing. Uh, my last track of the week is Vetmont Socks" by Sheck West. Shout out to Sheck West. You know. People might say one hit wonder, you know, whatever. But Bamba, obviously a banger, but <laughs> yeah, he's got some great other songs that people need to start showing love to. And Vetmont Socks is the one I've been listening to the most recently. One of my favorites. I, you know, loved it when it was on Mud Boy. And that was an album that was definitely overhated at the time. I feel like if you yeah. go back to it, if you went in expecting, you know, 12 Mo Bambas, yeah, yeah you'd probably be disappointed. But if you go in with like, <laughs> just expecting a solid album. I think you'd be pretty happy. So going with that realistic expectation and give another listen because it's really pretty solid. Mm -hmm. I feel like to the general public, Shaq West kind of flies under the radar. Like I super talented, obviously. And then I feel like, you know, people just know him for Mo Bamba. So, I mean, obviously, Mm -hmm. like you said, Mud Boy's not fucking, you know, 10 out of 10 project, but it's it's a good listen. So yeah, it's like that one off there. Yeah, you know, Sheck West always had to come through with some energy, some charisma. And yeah, he gives you what you want. So, all right, that's it for the songs of the week. You know, earlier we were talking about basketball, and I did say it's March. And you know what March means? It's March Madness, and that means bracket season. So we're coming at you guys with 
four brackets this month, one bracket each Monday. Starting off with something a little bit new here, you know, obviously we're music podcasts, we're going to be music podcasts, but you know, obviously we got some interests and some opinions beyond that. So this month we want to get into two music brackets and then two non-music brackets. Starting with this week, we're doing the fast food bracket. Obviously, if you saw the title, the video, the thumbnail on YouTube, you knew that, but Excited to get into this. Obviously, we got some opinions. We picked 16 fast food spots. You know, a lot of our listeners are in the central Illinois, Vermilion County area. So a lot of options that are accessible for us. But yeah, it's going to be a good one. And then a couple of the other ones we have planned out. These are just, you know, tentative. So let us know how they're sounding and then we'll go from there. But we got Travis Scott and rapper AdLibs for the music brackets. And then for the other non-music bracket, we got the childhood TV shows, you know, those Disney Channel, Cartoon Network, Nickelodeon shows that everybody grew up on, a bracket of those. So I think this could be a great month for us. Definitely. Um, I I, I want this to stay on the air here. I I almost fell to the ground. You know, this, like you said, it's gonna be a great month, but I almost fell to the ground at at this news when I was looking at a bracket. Udonis Haslam to retire, the OG the best Ooh. player in history he's he's to retire after the season so if Tragic. i'm a little rattled this podcast you know just just understand why yeah understandably so shout out to the legend ud yeah that's tough news breaking news here though i i love uh, the <laughs> i love the the fucking the picture of him guarding jason tatum if we can get a little insert of that <laughs> yeah the, i'll put it in the episode all right let's get in the bracket fast food bracket we got 16 options here. Let's just run through the options. Uh, eight aside, so left side of the bracket, we got McDonald's, Hardee's, Arby's, Panda Express, Taco Bell, Steak and Shake, Culver's, and Wendy's. And on the right side of the bracket, we got Chick-fil-A, KFC, Portillo's, Subway, Popeye's, Shake Shack, Burger King, and Chipotle. I'm excited this for this one. I think we got some different good. opinions. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we definitely have to, subjective. This is going to be an interesting one for sure. I think we're going to have to give some to the to the other person and stuff like that. So I'm a I'm going to pick and choose my battles with that. So okay, yeah, same. And I guess we got to talk about how this whole idea was brought up. It was brought up because I mean, you gave me a bad recommendation for some Chinese food. So I think your opinion might just be not I great. Think, so we'll I just see. think you don't know Chinese food. I mean, I think. I'm not going to name drop because I didn't enjoy it. So I don't want to give them that plug, but you know, if you're from Vermilion County, you know, there's not too many options and you know, they're obviously not tens. I don't think, but I think you gave me like a 4.6, you know, that was my rating and it was just tough to see after you said it was the best spot. So best spot in demo for sure. Okay. Yeah. I don't think the bar is too high there, but yeah, I mean, it did. It did let me down though. All right. Let's get in to this bracket with the first matchup. We got McDonald's versus Hardee's. Pretty convincingly McDonald's for me. Yeah, I agree. McDonald's is like the safest option. Nah, actually, that's kind of a lie. I guess it's just the m- most popular option. It's yeah. not the safest because McDonald's can be hit or miss almost every time. Yeah, if you're uh, Devin, you're you're getting you got like high schoolers back there fucking your food up. <laughs> exactly. One time in the hoops of McDonald's. This sounds like a Theo Vaughn story. I was in the hoops of McDonald's and there was a rat on the floor and I was just, me and my friends for context, used to just go there, hang out, play like clash of clans, get a drink and just hang out. And we were just doing our thing, sitting in the corner booth and a rat was just running around the floor, maybe a mouse, whatever. I don't know. The yeah. Difference, but... I think a mouse, I think <laughs> some sort of rodent was running around the floor and I was like, 16 and i was like get this thing away from me so i put my feet up on the booth we were sitting on and then the manager yelled at me 
for my having my feet on the booth. I said, get the mouse out of your restaurant. Like, <laughs> get your priorities straight. Like, what the hell are we talking about? That, that is an odd story. Uh, you know, McDonald's used to be the hangout spot, though, before COVID. I feel like COVID kind of ruined all that. But yeah, pretty convincingly McDonald's here. Although Hardy's breakfast is fire, but McDonald's breakfast still clears. Yeah, I just had McDonald's breakfast after Mardi Gras, and that revived me just just a little bit to get through a basketball game. My last Hardy's like comment is I like rarely eat it. It's okay. I remember my boy Mitch G and I, we just like watched Scott Pilgrim versus the world and had Hardy's one time. And that was just like a random moment. We we were just like driving around. It was like dinner time in Bloomington and everywhere was just busy. We we're like, where should we just go? That's just not gonna be busy. We went to Hardy's. There was no other cars there. So it really got what we wanted to get done done. Um but it just wasn't that great. So yeah, it's a McDonald's here easily. Let's move on to the next matchup. We got Arby's versus Panda Express. We already know you don't know what good Chinese food is. So I know you're going to pick Panda Express here, but for me, it's Arby's through and through. But I'll let you I'll let you have this round. Panda Express is trash. I'll stand on that. And Arby's Whoa. is gas. Arby's is literally one of my favorite fast food restaurants, but I'll let you have this one. I know well, the, the consensus is, would, would be with, would be with you. So, Arby's is overhated. Like that is. Oh yeah. That is it's not like a, even. It's a weird. Debate. Like yeah. It's like, so weird. It's. I would say it's a pretty like high quality fast food spot, but people are like, no, it is trash. Like those fries, those are the best fries in the game, and that's not up for debate. I will I will die on the hill that Arby's is the best fries. Um, and then when, in terms of other things, very good. I like the Arby's sauce a lot, but yeah, it is gonna be Panda Express here for me. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that one. Like I said, you know, I'm I'm all right. I feel like the consensus would say that uh, Panda Express is better. So, but quit all the Arby's hate, please. Uh, next matchup here, we got Taco Bell versus Steak and Shake. These are so like two high school spots. Like these were you if you're going to Danville to eat with the boys on like a Friday Saturday night, you are stopping at one of these. Obviously, COVID has ruined Steak and Shake. And they don't do chicken anymore. They used to have fire chicken tenders, a fire spicy chicken mm. sandwich. So, I mean, that, amongst other things, Steak and Shake has fallen off. So, give me Taco Bell here. Give me Taco Bell as well. Steak and Shake is so classic high school for me, though. Taco Bell, I do agree that there is definitely some, like, high school to it. But mm. it's had way more oh, longevity yeah. in my yeah. life. Uh, whereas Steak and Shake was, like, strictly from the ages of 14 mm. to 18 in my life. Like only when I was in high school, like whether it was, you know, going after a Friday night football game or after a basketball game on a Saturday night, Friday night. I remember it, it hit the yeah. spot, you know, but it just cannot compare to the. I remember Bell. getting getting sacked, fucking blasted forty times, <laughs> fucking at QB and fucking blimping my way into Steak and Shake every Friday. <laughs> Walking in just embarrassed with your Letterman's jacket on, just covering the logos. Yeah, like... I'm fucking broken rib over here, fucking. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. Yeah. Have you ever had a seven by seven from Steak and Shake? I have not. You know, I'm not a big cheese guy. I know they got cheese on there. And then uh -huh. hamburgers are all right, but yeah, I've never, I've never dabbled in that. One time, I went with the boy Trele, Mitch G, seven by sevens for the whole gang. That was one of the greasiest things I've done in my life. It was an awful decision. It did not. After a, there's some point where there's too much burger and. I don't know what the patty number that is because I've never done. I've probably gone You've three. Never maxed out. I, yeah. I went straight from three to seven. Like so, mm. I, I don't know. But there is a point where it's too much burger, and seven is too much burger for those 
wondering. All right, let's move on to the next matchup here, though. We got Culver's versus Wendy's. If you're not from the Midwest, you won't know. But, I mean, I think Culver's is just a better version of Wendy's. I think Culver's is a better version of Steak and Shake. I mean, anything that's trying to bring that ice cream in, like a Frosty or, you know, the shakes at Steak and Shake, Culver's just does it better, along with the food being way better as well. So, I mean, pretty easily Culver's here for me. Yeah, Culver's clears here for me as well. Although I did go to Culver's last night after I went to Chinese, Devin and I, and we went to go get just some ice cream, some custard, you know, and they were like, can you pull up? And I was like, all I got was a milkshake and a little like uh, concrete mixer oh, thing. And then I was like, what are we doing? Like, that should be quick. That should be mm-hmm. two minutes. You should just let me sit here. They always and have I you said, pull up though. Okay, whatever. They had me pull up then. They didn't bring it out for 25 minutes. They never brought it out. So I had to go inside and say, hey, where's my stuff? And then mm-hmm. it was just sitting there melting. And so <laughs> that was the first bad experience I've ever had at Culver's. Uh, but it luckily they- wasn't for the food. <clears throat> it was just for the custard. So I'll cut them a break. Yeah, I mean, Culver's is like up there for me, like for customer service wise, like I don't Mm -hmm. ever have bad experiences. So I actually, the Culver's district manager, I sold him all his phones. So I'll be in contact and let him know about this bad experience. Yeah, please let him know that I am expecting a free butter burger. All right, let's move on to the next side of the bracket here. First round, we got Chick-fil-A versus KFC. I already know how you're coming on this one. Uh, yeah, definitely uh, Chick-fil-A here. I, I love Chick-fil-A. I wish I wish KFC were somewhere else because it this is not it shouldn't lose first round, but it's just playing a fucking powerhouse here. It is. It, it is like the little brother of Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A just does everything KFC does a little bit better, um, except for, you know, obviously Chick-fil-A doesn't have like fried chicken, but like in terms of chicken sandwiches and stuff like that, Chick-fil-A just... I mean, they're in a league of their own at some point. I mean, we might talk about another matchup later on here uh, that does a chicken sandwich pretty well, but Chick-fil-A, one of the best you can get out there in the fast food world. Uh, Give me a spicy chicken sandwich and some waffle fries any day of the week. That's just always hidden. Yep, and the customer service obviously never misses there. So Valid. I think they co-sign all alone for me there, you know? like Oh, yeah, they're, they're saving the day. Let's move on to the next matchup here. We got Portillo's versus Subway. I'm not a big fan of Portillo's. I, I've had it a few times. Ooh. Pretty overrated. Uh, I don't care if that's a hot take. That's my take. I'd go with Subway here, but I will let you move on Portillo's if that's what you want. Because I, I think that's another one where it's just me being picky. You are being very generous right here. And that scares me for some of these upcoming matchups that you're going to be dying I, on t- hills. Uh-huh. I'll... I'm all right with moving with, you know, keeping like, gaining my, my vetoes pretty much. I'll, I'll take it. So, all right, well, we got to go with Portillo's. I mean, Subway, whatever, that's fine. Obviously they got a lot of options and all that, but another one though, if you're not from the Midwest, you're not going to really know about Portillo's, but Portillo's is hitting like basically I can get on their menu. I think it's pretty good. I will agree. It is overrated. Like it's not my number one. It's not anything close really, but I think it is good. It is. Uh, like high quality overpriced though as well it's not it's never worth the money for me but it's all right yeah subway's up there in pricing too but my thing with subway too i feel like subway kind of gets a lot of hate i'm more of a jimmy john's guy but like you're making the sandwich you know you, you are doing something wrong if you're disliking what you're eating there so that's true that's, that's what i'll say about subway that is true i also just like only associate subway 
with living in the dorms at ISU because they had we had a subway in our basement. So I would eat subway too often, like once a week or whatever, probably because we had like our little dollars on our dining card where we could get it for basically like not real money. So it felt like free at that point. And so it doesn't even seem like an option anywhere besides there. So I've only been to Subway like, you know, two times outside of the dorms in the past eight years of my life. So yeah, it kind of just like disqualifies as an option for me. So Portel's is easy there for me. Next matchup here though, we got Popeye's versus Shake Shack. We've we've had some Popeye's slander on, on the channel. With that though, Popeye's has really improved in Nambo. I will say that. Cause so my my manager Hayden, who Jonathan knows, uh, he told me when he was working alone, he's like, I did something. He texted me, I did something risky as fuck, and this mm. is like the most bold bold shit ever. He's like, I DoorDash Popeyes. Ooh. That that is <laughs> his DoorDash already. I'm already expecting something to get fucked up with DoorDash, but then Popeyes, who just is. They, they don't just got y- young boy energy there. <laughs> they really um, do. Yeah, but they, they've really improved. Um, and I've, I've gone there. Uh, my thing is, when I'm eating at a spot, I'll go go back to it for lunch multiple times in one week. And I'd say I've probably eaten it four times in the last 30 days. Mm. And it has been good every single time with all right customer service. Not the best customer service. Okay. But yeah, I mean. That's I'll, all you I'll can defend. ask from Popeyes. Yeah, that, that was a quick story time there, but I'm going Shake Shack here pretty easily. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was funny. I was wondering if you were going to go Popeyes. I'm also going Shake Shack here. Uh, I think when Popeyes is really good, it's really good. But like you said, I feel like I just have questionable experiences and it's been bad more than it's been good. And Shake Shack big Shake Shack fan. The first time I ever went was in Washington, D.C. when I was there with my family in like 2016. And we that was this place like you just talked about, you know, once you go, you go a couple of times. We were only there for, you know, five, six days or whatever. We went twice, which is like kind of crazy when you're on vacation that you want to do different things. But we went a couple of times and it hit. And then I've had it, uh, you know, when I was at Harvard for no labels. So got a special connection to the heart there as well. But yeah, got a love for Shake Shack you know one of my favorite fast food burgers no question i told you had a funny story about shake shack so one time this is the the donda concert at uh at soldier field and i had drove all the way up to chicago first time ever so i was just super anxious i think this is what it was i was just super anxious so we're just sitting there you know uh, me and my boy hayden who went to the donda event with me we're just sitting there just chilling just fucking and this light just like flickering like this it kept going in and out and it was just like weird like i fucking like just ate my food and just felt so sick and like passed out at shake shack in chicago (laughs) right on michigan avenue that's crazy it was an experience but you know obviously he went and enjoyed the kanye concert afterwards so nice saw your boy vic menza that's what's up yeah yeah shout to shake shack uh sorry papas we got love for you now so uh, Shake Shack yeah, just clear up their, na- their name is cleared now yeah we got love next matchup here final matchup of the first round we got Burger King versus Chipotle um, I don't even like Mexican food but Burger King is fucking disgusting <laughs> if you eat there I mean I I hate Burger King I I love how you can get fucking 40 nuggets for 25 cents there like Burger King is disgusting to me I, I I've had so many bad experiences there um I don't even like Mexican food, so Chipotle moves on here for me. I love Chipotle. Chipotle, you know, one of my favorites. Eat it too much, probably. 
Yeah, I got a little bit of love for Burger King. Like, I don't love it. Like, it's not a number one option, but there's some things I like about it. You know, I like the onion rings. I like that might be it actually. I was like a little, yeah. <laughs> I just like the under rings every now and then. Like that's a good switch up from the traditional, you know, fast food fry, but yeah, yeah. it's Chipotle. It's not even, not uh, we yet. don't need to spend much time here. <laughs> Let's move on to the second round here on the left side. We got Panda Express versus McDonald's. I'm going Don's here. This is a tough one. I guess we need to establish, are we talking about, you know, if you had to eat this every day, what are you picking? Or are we talking about like, what's the highest quality or when you get it, what's the best? I feel like McDonald's is, it doesn't miss not, it doesn't miss, it misses. But if you go to there with the expectation that I'm getting McDonald's, this isn't going to be good, but it's not going to be bad either. It's not going to be the best food I've ever had. I, you just have to set that expectation for yourself that you're getting McDonald's. This isn't going to be fucking the best fast food ever. You're going to McDonald's. You're, you're, you know, on a budget or you don't not trying to spend a bunch of money and then attach that with, you know, all the memories and everything. McDonald's clears here for me. So for that, for that aspect of it, you know, it, it's tough though, because I feel like if you go to Panda Express every day, you can expect like a pretty quality meal every time though. You know what I mean? Like at McDonald's, like the expectation is definitely lower than, the expectation at Panda Express. So I think it's kind of tough. Um, I'm not mad if we go McDonald's here, though. It is a classic spot in our lives, you know, growing up, spending a lot of time at the Second Avenue house, you know, shout to the namesake there. But get McDonald's, that is sentimental. Obviously, you had your, we talked about this earlier, we're making the bracket, but you had your story about, you know, every time you'd go to the house, you could expect a happy meal on some trading cards. And that's a vibe. And so for, nostalgia i will go mcdonald's here although i definitely do find myself going to panda express more so if you're gonna go mcdonald's i'm fine with picking that here yep mcdonald's wins okay next matchup here taco bell versus culver's uh i'd go culver's here that'd be my vote Where, where's your head at on this i'm curious yeah this is a tough one i think i absolutely go to taco bell more but I would say Culver's is better. Culver's high quality meal. You know, you're getting there. They deliver every time. So I'm fine with going Culver's here. Although I definitely get to talk about way more. I like, like, yeah, I like Culver's like, one in there. It's like a three to one. Like I'm getting Taco Bell three times for one Culver's, but mm-hmm. when I get that Culver's, it does hit. So I am fine with moving that on. All right, let's move on to the other side of the bracket here. We got Chick-fil-A versus portillo's pretty convincingly chick-fil-a here for me yeah i agree here uh this is where we do get into that portillo's is overrated and it's in over its head in this you know second round matchup it's going against a powerhouse chick-fil-a you know despite all the the bad things that they (laughs) their restaurant has a reputation for that they do so many good things food wise and customer service wise that yeah it's gonna be tough to knock them off and portillo's is definitely not going to be the one to knock them off Although Portillo is another one. This is one of the places that does, I feel like, have the high quality fast food. Um, You know, you got the Italian beefs, you got even like ribs on the menu, but um, Chick-fil-A just, what they do, they do it better. So if you're getting ribs at a fast food restaurant, you need checked into a mental asylum. (laughs) I I did when I was like 12 (laughs) and I remember them actually being good. But then that was another thing. Like as I got older and gone to Portillo's more, I'm just like, what would I, why would I do that? (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, you're, you're eating raccoon meat. You're eating raccoon ribs. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I was eating, but I, I thought it was good at the time. Next matchup here, though, Shake Shack versus Chipotle. I feel like this is I'm, where I'm you're going to start to... I'm uh, team Shake Shack here, but go ahead and move on, Chipotle. Okay, Chipotle has to move on. Like It's getting into a tough matchup here in the next round, but I need Chipotle at least in the final four. At least in the final four. Uh, we could talk next round. That's all I'll say. But sets up an interesting matchup for sure. So let's run through the final four here real quick. We got McDonald's, Culver's, Chick-fil-A, and Chipotle. All right, first matchup of the final four mcdonald's versus culver's i think this is where mcdonald's run has to end right <laughs> yeah yeah i'm i'm with that there it's i mean close though mcdonald's is so it, it like, should if you bring it bring in breakfast as well mcdonald's valid, breakfast and then valid. all the other options you have i can go to mcdonald's and enjoy a hamburger a mcchicken chicken nuggets a quarter pound you know there's so many different so many different ways they can hit you that is valid for the record i have never had a mcdonald's hamburger but that's just like another reason why i can't pick it to move on any further like if i can't muster up the courage mm-hmm. to eat their beef like how good could it be versus you know culver's high quality fast food i agree that culver's moves on but plus give mcdonald's its flowers i i do i i get it pretty often and i will say the mcdonald's chicken sandwich deserves a little bit more respect on its name not the mcchicken the crispy chicken sandwich that is a you know, it's not Chick-fil-A level. It's not Popeye's level, but it probably beats some of these other spots. You know, it definitely beats like a Burger King chicken sandwich. It beats some of these other ones. It's good. Put some respect on its name. Other final four matchup. We got Chick-fil-A versus Chipotle. I know you're going Chick-fil-A here and I'm not mad if we go Chick-fil-A as crazy as that is because I am a Chipotle fanboy to the death. Chick-fil-A is like, I mean, definitely in my top three. So I'm not mad if Chick-fil-A goes on here. Chick-fil-A is definitely moving on. Um, it is. And I, I, that's why I, that's you got why the I vetoes in the back. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, that's why I was keeping those in the back. <laughs> I was saving those for, for instances like this. Chick fil A clears in my eyes. That's fair. I'm not mad at it. Chick fil A is great. And I hadn't had it in a long time. And then I got it a couple weeks ago. I got it like right before my birthday. And I got a frosted lemonade for the first time. And that also just like changed my life a little bit because I love like lemon custard from like custard cup and all these places so i was like what's not to like why would i not like this why have i never had this before and then when i took that first sip i was just something hit it's great i don't know if you oh you don't like lemon stuff right i hate lemon yeah so you're you probably wouldn't be rocking with it but if you're a lemon fan out there you gotta get you a frosted lemonade that thing just hits a little bit different uh this is a interesting finals matchup i feel like Culver's is kind of like the little brother of Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. And for that, little bro's going to get little bro you know? He is. Chick-fil-A is just a powerhouse. It's, you know, national. Chick or uh, Culver's is more regional. It is the little brother in this situation. David versus Goliath. Sorry to Culver's. Culver's, you know, they got more variety, which that is a point for Culver's. But Chick-fil-A does it better than anybody else in the chicken sandwich mm-hmm. game. Just so consistent. It's all about quality control too. You know, like if they're bringing in all these items, like nobody's really going to care. So, I mean, they kind of do it's what true. they kind of, they have this little set set area there and they're just great at it. They excel at it. So that is true. That's what Canes does as well. You know, Canes, they have like four things in the menu. You just got the chicken strips. They got the Texas toast, the coleslaw and the fries. That's all. And everything is just an arrangement of that. The chicken sandwich is just two chicken tenders on a bun. So mm-hmm. 
they do what they do and they do it very well. That's a place it was going to be on the bracket. Elijah's not had it yet for all you local people, you know, it just came to champagne. So it's going to definitely get some more local love uh, in the coming weeks and months. And we'll definitely have to go try it together, but because it's, uh, it is one of my favorite spots yeah. and then we'll get to review, but I love Canes. Canes would have had a final four run here. I think I will set the expectation. I don't think their chicken is that great. It's the sauce. So you might not love the sauce. Which I'm is not tough. a big, I'm not a big, I sauce know, guy. which is tough. So I feel like you might not love it as much as I do, but the sauce, it just hits and the toast. You have to like the toast. I mean, that's such like a simple thing, but Oh, I love a good bread. Yeah. It's, this is the definitely best fast food bread you can get. So um, we'll have to go try and we'll report back. But yeah, congratulations to Chick-fil-A. Very well-deserving. If you guys want a sponsorship, just just email us at secondavenuepodcast at gmail.com. So. Please. All right, let's move on to the news for the week, starting off with the releases. We got projects from The weekend with his live album from his LA show with the HBO documentary that dropped last week. We got Dreamville doing the Creed soundtrack. We got Kali Uchi's Young Nudie, Slow Tie, and Macklemore. Also got singles from Bia, Black, Mike Dimes, Nicki Minaj, Wiz Khalifa, Makami, and Conway the Machine. Pretty solid week. It, it's picking up. Favorite jobs. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It is picking up. This is what we've been hoping for. <laughs> What's your favorite drop of the week so far? Um, I haven't been able to listen to too too much yet i'm obviously excited for the creed creed one there big fan of that that franchise and then uh the weekend as well um i love live albums especially when they're done right so um i haven't been able to listen to too much of the albums or the singles yet but definitely plan on doing it this week so i have not listened to the weekend live album yet because i am refusing to listen to it until I watch it on the HBO documentary first because it's basically just the audio of that. So I want to see the performance before I listen to it. I do agree a nice live album does hit every now and then. Especially that one's interesting because, you know, it's different songs from different albums versus like sometimes there's just a straight one album performance. Um, like J. Cole with a 2014 Forest Hills Drive one. But yeah, definitely cool. So excited to check that one out. Have not listened to all of Dreamville. Listen to the track by J. Cole, of course. Had to. Uh, we'll touch on that track in the news in a little bit, but I got to show some love to young nudie, young nudie, put some respect on his name. His album is fire. He's been consistent. He's been putting out great music for a minute and he just doesn't get the shine that he deserves. So if nobody else is going to do it, I'll be the one to say shot to young nudie. He's the one as well as slow tie, slow tie underrated have not gotten a chance to listen to the full album yet, but what I have heard is great and he just really <laughs> delivers on albums especially so go listen to his album please definitely that's another one i want to give a listen to along with young nudie like i said it really picked up this week so i a lot to get into though so mm-hmm. and then in terms of singles i mean black did his thing excited for that album and obviously you know the griselda boys are always going to come through so shout to conway shout to mac Hami there i don't know if mac Hami's technically a griselda boy but yeah he, he is yeah, he is to me. Let's move on to the next part of the news here. We got the Dreamville Festival lineup has been released. And the biggest news of it, obviously, is you got that Drake plus J. Cole headlining spot. That's crazy. What do you think is going to happen there? Do you think it's going to be together? Do you think it's going to be one after the other? 
what's your I'm, how do you envision that i i'd say like kind of together um i mean obviously they don't have too much to perform together mm-hmm. so but i think they could alternate songs or something something of that nature um mm-hmm. we'll see what happens though that's very exciting of course so oh yeah that'd be a crazy set to see that's going to be legendary it kind of has in my mind the same vibe as the kanye and drake yeah performance like i feel like they're gonna do their own thing but they're also gonna have a couple moments where they're just add it together yeah like you said there's not too much music they have together and the songs they do have together aren't really like concert type songs you know they're not uh, yeah. like bangers like in the morning they're that's not gonna you know it's not like a banger it's a great song but it's not a live song in my head um but then you got jodeci they have through jodeci freestyle i mean that track is just crazy and i feel like neither of them probably perform it so that would definitely be a cool moment especially for like I mean, obviously, Dreamville Festival is bigger and it's not exclusively like diehard J. Cole fans anymore. But for the mm-hmm. fans that are diehards that are there, they're yeah, going to appreciate for... that moment for sure. So uh, that'll be cool. But that would be a dope festival to be at. Dreamville Festival has always come through with pretty solid lineups and definitely no exception here. Anytime you're going to get Drake as a headliner, crazy. Yeah, I mean, crazy. Uh, and I mean, after him being at Camp Flog now, too, it kind of seems like. I don't know. I don't know how, but it seems like Drake at this level is just more accessible to some level. Like he's been just doing these festivals for these other artists that he just fucks with, which you is know, cool. Pretty, so, yeah, yeah. Rolling loud. Uh, they got. They got to get him. They have to one of these days. I'm sure they will. I just don't know when it's going to be. It has to happen. But we'll talk about Rolling Loud here in a little bit. Next news here: Danny Brown and JPEG Mafia collab album is going to be called scaring the hose volume one and if this isn't the most self-aware yeah. <laughs> perfectly titled album show me another one because this is the one i not a big podcast guy contrary to you know what you would expect yeah, if we are podcasters i'm like i i don't really listen to podcasts too much i will watch on occasion like if it's on youtube i can watch but i just can't get myself to listen to a podcast but with that being said danny brown podcast goes crazy and he had JPEG Mafia on an episode, so I had to tune in because, you know, they're talking about some of this yeah. stuff. And they played a song that is going to be the lead single, I guess, called Lean Beef Patty. And that, oh, it yeah, was that's, disgusting. Yeah. It was too good. The beat goes crazy. Those two are both just production kings. They're just always having some of the best production in the game. So uh, my expectations for this album are crazy high, which is, you know, tough thing for yeah. an album. But with artists of their caliber, I know or pull through for us. So we'll see, but definitely very excited for this. And with a name like that, you know, volume one, hey, are we getting a volume two sometime? Yeah, it's it's not, it's the first, so. I hope. Next news here, Travis Scott has been suspected in an assault investigation for allegedly punching a man. It was a sound engineer. There's like video of some lead up. I didn't see like an actual like hit or anything, but. He's taking the Kanye West approach, you know? That's I saw somebody else say that too. Yeah. Yeah. All publicity is good publicity, I guess. (laughs) I don't know. Tough, tough look for Travis. Next news here, as we talked about earlier, we talked about the Dreamville Creed project. On that project, J. Cole had a track, and on it, he's you know, potentially hinted at his retiring. He said just cop the fall off, and he'll explain at the end of the chapter, happily ever after. This is crazy. Um, you know, obviously. Kanye West is kind of out of music here. Um, 
I predicted Kendrick would uh, retire. This would be Kendrick's last album here that uh, with Mr. Morale, the big steppers, J Cole hinting at retiring Drake as well. This is um, it's crazy. Obviously, you know, there's other people that are kind of leading the new generation already, but I, I don't know. Just seeing this in words is insane, especially when I think J. Cole's mm-hmm. near the top of his game. So it is tough. It's just so crazy. I mean, obviously, you knew it was going to come at some point. I mean, there's an end to everything. But seeing all three of these people get so close, well, including excluding Kanye, yeah. uh, but the Drake, J. Cole, and Kendrick, seeing all three of them get to that same point at like right around the same time it's just so tough like yeah. having to deal with all those at the same time but um obviously they've had great careers and whatever they want to do that's their life that's their business but as a fan tough i just it's sad yeah it is sad i'm just very hopeful for the last j cole project if it is gonna be the last one and the thing about music i mean you can go in and out like it's not like an NBA. yeah it's you not give up your spot it's gone uh music you can you can put whatever you want out whenever you want to put it out. So who knows if it'll really be the end. Obviously they'll probably do features. They'll probably do whatever, but in terms of projects, seems like the end's coming, uh, which is definitely sad. Definitely. Huh? But I mean, we'll, we'll be here to track it, you know, see what's going on with it, of course. So stay tuned on that. I guess, you know, if retirement actually does happen. So mm-hmm. next news, Playboy Cardi, his album title is going to be revealed in the next two weeks. I also saw somebody, He's working with say it's going to drop before June. So Playboy Cardi season is upon us. You never know where you're going to go with Playboy Cardi. I saw something saying that this album is going to be more like his earlier sound, which I feel like is way more, you know, accessible. Like the Rage Beats, a whole lot of red sound, very unique, very interesting. But I feel like it got more haters. Like it was more of a 50 50 versus I feel like early Playboy Cardi was like, Everybody loved it. Like you had Magnolia, you had Shooter, you had all these tracks that were just huge crowd pleasers. And so, yeah, I think him going back to the direction, he showed he can experiment. And so I think come back with the hits, it's going to be great to see. So whatever you get from Cardi, he's a deliver. The last news of the week, Rolling Loud was this weekend. There'd been some crazy performances. Larry June had the Alchemist rapping. That was dope. I, I saw some other people say apparently he's been doing that, but I, that was the first I'd seen of that. So that was cool. Other big news with that, though, Don Tolliver brought out Justin Bieber. I mean, that just goes to show that nobody's yeah. too big for Rolling Loud at this point, which is fire. Yeah, that's such a W there. Uh, literally a crazy time. I, I broke my Rolling Loud America streak. You know, I'd, I'd gone to Miami. I'd gone to New York consecutively. I should have made it Cali, but I'll, I'll be back soon. So <clears throat> I know you will. <laughs> but yeah, crazy special guest. Uh, they did not live stream Travis's performance. I would have tuned in though. It's been a minute since yeah. I've seen Travis' performance, so uh, would have been cool, especially with you know new music probably on the way fairly soon. Yeah, yeah I, I think I think that about wraps it up for this week. Uh, is there anything else? Any closing thoughts you have or anything? I mean, no, just let us know of these brackets we mentioned at the beginning of the episode. What are you most looking forward to? What shows? What songs? What ad libs? All these things. Mm-hmm. What got to be on these brackets? We want to make sure we do the best we can make sure we're you know making these brackets what you guys want to see uh, if there's any other brackets you want to see us do let us know those as well and of course let us know how you're liking non-music content you know if this is something you guys like we can switch it up more often i enjoyed this so i'm definitely down to switch it up every now and then uh me too it, it was enjoyable uh you know i feel like food's kind of like a hot topic between me and mm-hmm. you especially i'm very picky so 
Uh, it was a lot of fun to do, but next week let's do the Travis one. You know, we ended on yep. Travis, so yep. we'll be back with uh, the Travis Scott song bracket. So tune in for that, guys. It's gonna be a hit. Yep. We'll see you guys next Monday. Let us know what songs that be on that bracket. Peace. Peace.